Tips from Trestle is brought to you by The Belter Companies, Navigator Group Purchasing, and E-Menu Choice Point of Sale. Welcome to Tips from Trestle, the Senior Living Food and Hospitality Podcast. This podcast explores the senior living industry with a unique focus on food, hospitality, and the community experience. I'm your host, Aaron Fish. During three decades in the hospitality industry, I focused my work on creating exceptional experiences for the customers we serve. My goal for this podcast? Educate, inform, and inspire leaders in senior living. Al by creating hospitality with a purpose, by bringing the customer experience to the front of mind in our industry. We should bring the passionate spirit of food and hospitality to everything that we do and everyone we serve each and every day. So what are we waiting for? Let's get to it. Today on Tips from Trestle, I'm joined by Lisa Holthouse and Chris Hinton. Lisa is an expert in sourcing for the senior living industry. With over 25 years of experience in negotiating contracts, she has developed the expertise building relationships with business partners and customers, helping to increase contract utilization. In her current role at Navigator Group Purchasing, she is responsible for managing the Culinary Academy, which brings together contracted business partners, chefs, and Navigator members in an environment that provides product knowledge, chef demonstrations, and hands-on cooking experience. Culinary consultant Chris Hinton comes to Food Buy with over 30 years of experience in culinary arts, spanning diverse sectors of the food service industry. Over the course of his career, Chris has excelled in multi-unit and account opening environments, as well as receiving multiple awards for his work in food waste reduction and operations management. Chris's passion is for taking great care of the residents and patients under his care, because food is medicine and can heal not only their bodies, but boost their morale. Thanks for joining me today on Tips from Trestle, guys. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. For sure. Thanks, so, yeah, I want to briefly, before we dive in and, and learn more about the, the culinary services that you provide, your members, I want to get a little bit about how you wound up in your current role. So, Lisa, if you want to start, just kind of give us a brief, how did you get into what you're doing? Absolutely. So, back in 1996... I started working for a previous group purchasing organization. Um, I did contract management, work with customers. Um, I was there for 10 years and left to help build the Navigator group purchasing organization. So um, I started there about 2006 in the month of January and I've been here for over 17 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and Chris, with your culinary background, um, why the shift of food buy and working uh, in the role you're in now as opposed to staying in the kitchen and, and doing those things? You know, I always loved the kitchen, and I honestly never thought that a career or even in beginning jobs cooking could lead to something like this. I, I started at, at 14 as a dishwasher and a busboy and, and kind of worked through it up to my last position being a regional executive chef with uh, Morrison Healthcare. Um, and, and it's the same company, Compass Group. It's all under the same one. Um, I, I actually just wound up making connections on the, the Food by Chef team. 
And as a position came up at the end of COVID, I, I kind of wound up here. Um, it, it seemed like kind of a natural progression for me as I got into more of the multi-unit management. I, I really, I, I just had a huge passion for kind of just helping people on a larger scale. You know, it was great to kind of control what I could within my own four walls of my accounts, but then to kind right. of branch out and now start to impact systems and and more, multiple people across the board. That was, it was great. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's really a great segue because the work you guys do together um, with Navigator, with their culinary services program, I, I think brings both of your backgrounds together really well and provides some really great services that operators know could definitely use and need. So um, Chris, I'd love to, for you to give us kind of a brief overview of what the culinary services program at Navigator kind of looks like and how it supports people. Uh, so we're kind of an added value. We're something that a lot of other GPOs don't really have and, and can't really do. Uh, my, my role specifically is pretty broad. It, it ranges from everything from, uh, you know, working on contract utilization and helping people convert products over to a lot of times maybe rationalizing to find a better product. Um, you know, I love when I can have kind of one skew to, to rule them all kind of thing and, and use it across the board instead of one sort of niche item coming in for one particular menu item or one use. Um, above and beyond that, I, I do a lot of training. Lisa's there for almost all of it. A lot of it's in person, some of it's virtual. Uh, we host almost monthly webinars. Mm -hmm. um, we do the in-person academies, which is kind of the, the big deal for the season every year. Um, I help with menu work and recipes and, and kind of all things culinary, really. We're, we're sort of the, the added the added value for everything. Yeah, it, I love that, you know, as a GPO and as a former Navigator uh, member and customer, you know, those services were always very valuable to us as operators. And so, um, but I want to talk more about the Culinary Academy. And I think because it it is something that is, I feel, unique. I think it's something as we look at operators, you know, constantly working to retain staff, figure out ways to be more cost-effective in training and developing their teams. And so, um, Lisa, I'd love for you to kind of talk to us a little bit about how the Culinary Academy works and, and how it supports your members and, and how it can, can provide some of that uh, support for retaining and training staff. Yeah, so the Academy we've been doing for about five years now. Uh, we tweak it as we go along because um, when the attendees, they come, they do a survey and we adjust the academy based on their feedback. It's a one-day event. It's hands-on training. They have the ability to work with executive chefs, uh, which they really enjoy doing that. Sometimes they're asking the executive chefs whether or not uh, if they can give them some points on, you know, some challenges that they have in the back of the kitchen. Some of the demos that the executive chefs will do is like one product, you can utilize it multiple ways and they really enjoy it. They also get chef coats and chef knives. We do an iron chef competition, which they really enjoy doing that, interacting with other people. Yeah, you know, having sent, some of my frontline staff to an academy in the past. I know the kind of uh, environment that's created and, and how it can really um, expose them to these industry chefs who are doing R&D. And so, um, Chris, could you talk a little bit about 
how how that works, how they interact with these chefs, and how we can how your members when they attend the academy um, can gain from that. Today, I want to tell you about one of Trestle's senior living partners, Belter. Belter is a food service design, equipment, and supply company that has been providing expert guidance to the food and beverage industry for nearly a century. A strategic partner to the most successful food service operations in the country, Belter provides support in kitchen and bar design, equipment procurement and install, and supplies. Their team of senior living food service experts have experience across the continuum of care. From independent living to skilled nursing and CCRCs, Belter specializes in right-sizing new facilities, modernizing remodels, and providing the right food service equipment and supplies. At Belter, they are committed to creating memorable experiences for their customers and their guests. With their top-notch team and a global network of quality supplier partners, their customer-focused approach is built on a foundation of collaboration and decades of industry experience. So thank you for considering Belter for all of your food service needs. Oh, it's great. And I think a big gain that I see for them in the moment even is I watch the confidence just kind of swell up, you know, in a large room of 50 people, you're just, you know, in some instances, just kind of the lead cook from one of the accounts there, you know, you seem kind of come in very humble, very quiet in the beginning. They kind of sit there, we do the intro and get going. Um, And then you have these, these like big, big, tall, fancy watch wearing chefs that come in that, that actually develop products. And it's where a lot of us want to be, you know, it's, it's a very coveted kind of position and they come in and they spend their time with this group. They, they bring them up, they do a demo, they talk about, you know, the history of the product development. They talk about great uses for the food, better ways to hold it, better ways to, to kind of do everything with it the way it was intended to be. They, they bring the group up as their honorary sous chefs, and they, they all kind of work through some things together. Um, they, they come with recipes and product support and, and all this stuff so that they can actually go back and recreate these things when they get back to their own units. Um, but they, they get this hands-on and it's, that's one of the really neat things to me is, you know, as a chef, as anybody in the kitchen, really, you should kind of keep your eyes open. You can learn, you know, if you you take that mentality of being a student of the world and not the master, uh, you know, you can learn a new way to peel garlic or a new way to, you know, cut a pepper and you kind of look at it. You're like, wow, I, I never even thought of that. That's, that's amazing. It's those little pearls of wisdom that they kind of get along with everything. Um, And then to see them bring it on home and get crazy with the, the iron chef at the end um, and really express themselves and really get to use the product that that's, that's satisfying, but I think that's their biggest takeaway also. Yeah, I know as we were kind of talking and preparing for the conversation, one of the things you guys both really emphasized was the way that they're able to build these relationships with these frontline employees these uh, and the chefs, because um, it's not just a come in for one day, you get to see them do their thing and then they leave, but there's really more that kind of goes on behind the scenes and after the academy that brings value to the, the frontline cooks and sous chefs that attend. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I've had a few reach out to me, just random questions here and there. Uh, I know a few of the other chefs that we tend to, to travel with and, and use for these um, have been contacted through social media and email. And it, sometimes it's just a random question, you know, like, hey, I'm smoking a pork butt this weekend. What temperature should I bring it up to? Oh, cool. Yeah, easy money. It's, it's that continued support. You know, we're, we're always in their corner. We're always here for them. Yeah, it's building that kind of um, community outside of just what you're doing, right? Everybody kind of feels like, especially in senior living, right? It, 
my community is my people. And, you know, maybe I know some people or I have a couple of cooks I work with, but being able to develop that network, especially as a frontline employee of these are people who have been in the industry, you know, 30 years in your case, Chris, and I'm getting the knowledge and the wisdom. and I still can reach out and ask questions and not feel like I, it's, it's, a, it's a stretch to do that. So I love that aspect of it. So um, Lisa, earlier, and you've both mentioned the Iron Chef competition, but Lisa, I'd love for you to kind of walk us through what a day in the life of an attendee kind of looks like when they come to the Culinary Academy. Um, because obviously you can't get to an Iron Chef competition at the end without kind of building up to that. So what does that look like? Um, and, and kind of what are some of the takeaways that they get from attending? So the day starts out, you know, they get really excited because they receive an, an actual chef code. And we have about two to three chef demos uh, we will have like a skill training. It could, it could be on knives. It could be on plate plating. Um, and what, what the Iron Chef leads up to is they have to utilize the product that they've been seeing in these demos and create very creative dishes out of those products. And they just really enjoy it. They're running around, they're asking where the product is. Usually the chefs will take and walk them around and say, here's just, here's this and here's that. Um, and they really just enjoy it. So then they get into their groups and they start brainstorming what type of dish that they're actually going to put together. And it's just so rewarding to them because it's just getting them out of the kitchen, getting them out and interacting with people that they don't know and they really enjoy it. Yeah, and I know one of the things that's, you know, the industry partners bring to the table is, you know, they get to showcase their products and, and let these guys be introduced to um, some of the new things that they're doing. And so um, one of the things, Chris, I'd love for you to kind of talk a little bit about is the, the ability for these chefs to show their product and how they can be Cross, that product can be cross-utilized, kind of the versatility of it, and what that brings to a, someone who's a frontline employee. Oh, it's the, the impact has been huge lately. Uh, the last couple of years has seen the same kind of theme, I think, across the board. I think the industry in general, uh, labor, 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 right? It, mm -hmm. We're low on labor. The labor that a lot of units have is they're newer to the industry, so they're kind of inexperienced, kind of untrained in a lot of ways. Um, and so we've been seeing a lot of speed scratch is one of the big topics. Um, and, and the other phrase that I think we use a lot for it is kind of the plus one. You're going to plus one that thing up, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, an example could be uh, like a ranch dressing that you can take some avocado puree and add it to. You can take some barbecue sauce and add it to. You can add some sriracha to it. Um, you know, so you can take a good base ingredient, add a couple of random things to it. Well, not necessarily random, but add, add a couple <laughs> of flavor enhancers to it, we'll say and go different directions. And now it's kind of like you made up your own sauce, you know, and we're seeing that, that that's been the support, I think with all the manufacturers lately, they're seeing that mm -hmm. and they're hearing what everyone's saying. Um, and so it's a lot of times it's kind of giving them the inspiration. Hey, you have all these great things on your shelves in your kitchens. Did you ever think about putting this stuff together? You know, you've got coconut milk and sweet chili sauce. You ever thought about putting those together making a great dipping sauce? Yeah. No. Um, and so, you know, sometimes they, they come with very defined recipes for it. And sometimes this is kind of what I like is just let's start the thought process. Let's kind of get the, get the wheels rolling and see what you come up with. 
The Navigator is the largest full-service GPO that exclusively focuses on the senior living community. And what that means is we provide products and services that help our members provide a great environment for their residents, such as like MRO, hospitality equipment, food, business products, as well as technology solutions. We actually surround our members with a level of support unmatched in the industry. Yeah, I think that's so beneficial for any sort of, you know, a cook or someone new to our industry, like you mentioned, being able to say, okay, because a lot of times, you know, when you're, you're working at that level, it's like, here's your recipe. I need you to make uh, a batch of 30 of these. And, you know, you have to kind of follow what's there, but letting, giving them the exposure to the creativity and kind of seeing the, 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 the distance of where they could go. Um, yes, they got to work inside these, these restraints sometimes, but there's also the opportunity to maybe create something and then bring that to the table for your operation. Um, I think that kind of helps keep those frontline employees more engaged and more uh, willing to, to do the necessary day-to-day -day things because they know that there's an opportunity maybe to contribute down the line or here and there with those, those creations that they, they learn at something like the Culinary Academy. So, Alisa, one of the things that I, I'm curious about is, you know, a lot of times, especially in senior living, we're all looking at how do we get our certifications? How do we get to show that we're, you know, experts in our field and, and that we're growing and learning? Um, is that, how does this work into that for these frontline employees, these sous chefs, as they look at maybe getting their culinary certification? So right now, the certification is with ANFP. Uh, Chef Chris, he will uh, go to the organization and submit all the uh, presentations. And then when the um, attendees come at the end of the uh, day, I pretty much give them a certificate that has a program number on it. And mm -hmm. then they can go into the, the website and, and get their certifications. Yeah, that's great. I think it's important, you know, because we're, we're constantly trying to find ways to, to get those CEQs and to be able to keep our certifications fresh. And so um, what uh, one thing I didn't ask for for the members who attend, what kind of cost is involved and what kind of um, commitment do they have to do to be a part of this? Well, so we, you know, their commitment. So basically our uh, regional account managers will work with their customers, uh, tell them about the academy and have them sign up um, to commit to uh, attending. So no cost or just as if you're a Navigator no member, that's great. You know, again, because no we're, we're always looking. I think that's the benefit to the not necessarily the employee member, but like the, the company member, right? As an operator, mm -hmm. they'll say, you know, I could, I could bring somebody in or I could have to pay for this training or make it part of my program, or I can take advantage of my relationship with a GPO such as Navigator and say, oh, well, they have all of these services and these benefits, and this is one that I can take advantage of. And I think that's such a great uh, additional benefit, um, aside from just the usual contracting and, and those kinds of negotiated pricing that they get, um, you know, being able to spread that across all of their locations as, as available is great. So. Yeah. We've even had a customer 
a couple customers come back to the academy because they really enjoyed it. They felt like they would it would benefit by uh, attending again because you know you're not going to get the same chef presenter. So they have come back to the academy. Yeah, that's great. I, I love those that are they, they see the value of being able to be a part of that, and it's such a great thing. So, so kind of as we come to the close here. Uh, you know, obviously you've been doing these for a few years. So I'm curious, what does the upcoming schedule look like for culinary academies um, here in the next few months? So we have both virtual and in-person. The next uh, in-person is going to be September uh, 7th. Uh, that will be the virtual. And then the in-person is going to be October 19th, I think it yes. is. Yes. Uh, and it's going to be in Atlanta, Georgia. We are working on um, another in-person, which is possibly in November, which is going to be in Southern California. Wow, that's exciting. I mean, that, I love the fact that it's kind of a little bit of everywhere, right? Like you do some virtual and you've got East Coast, West Coast, uh, you know, trying to cover as much of the ground for members as possible. And so if uh, a listener wants to learn more about, you know, becoming a Navigator member to take advantage of this, um, how can they reach you guys? What's the best contact for you uh, for them to reach out and learn more? Uh, well, you know, they can contact their, most of the time, like the customer will contact their regional account manager because that's their account. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they can, they can reach out directly to me. I'm on LinkedIn. They if you have my contact information up there, they can contact me by phone or email. Perfect. I will definitely include all of that in the show notes. And Chris, for your contact information? Uh, the contacts are pretty much exactly the same for me. They can go through account managers, uh, through Navigator. I'm on LinkedIn or email, chinton at foodbuy.com, if it works. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> Perfect. Well, Hey guys, I appreciate you joining me today. Um, you know, I think these culinary academies are so valuable and things like this for the industry where we can, you know, work across, you know, industry partner, manufacturer, GPO, distributor, and, and operators to, to make sure that we're providing the best for our, our, our employees and our residents. Um, and so I'm, I was glad to be able to sit down with you and kind of highlight how you guys create success for them with this program. So. Thanks for joining me today on Tips from Trestle. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, very happy. Thank you. So there you have it. Another one in the books. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Please follow, like, and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Twitter at Tips from Trestle. You can also learn more about the work I do by following me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok. And be sure to check out Trestle Hospitality Concepts at www.trestlehospitalityconcepts.com. I'm your host, Aaron Fish, and this has been another episode of Tips from Trestle.